Welcome back, everybody. Hello, how are we doing? Welcome back to the podcast with myself, Alicia Ba. And myself, Warren. And this is the Views from the Six, where we give you our views on a multitude of different topics. Uh, we ask each other questions. It's a good time here. We have fun. Yes. And we enjoy podding. And also, I just talk too much, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you are well. We hope you are safe and are having a good week. I know you're halfway through the week. You're halfway through the journey. Um, you know the journey of what halfway end, through what journey it's hump day isn't it we always release on hump day so you're halfway through the journey of the week i quite yeah. like that that's nice yeah so yeah uh, i hope you're well thank you for listening and you are tuned back in to the views from the six so was how, that your attempt at doing sound effects <laughs> with yeah, your ex- voice exactly manipulation <laughs> yeah you can just add those sound effects in after like in post-production i'm not good at editing let's just be honest (laughs) (laughs) you do you do as well as you can i do as well as i can definitely how was your week how have you been what have you been up to i have had a great week i have done lots of work um what else have I been up to? Oh, like I've just been working, but I've been enjoying the weather as well. Like the weather's been really nice. It's been nice to get out into London. I always say over and over again, London is my favorite in the summertime, just because I feel like everyone's happier. Everyone's got a bit of pep in their step. The fashion, the colors, it's just nice to be out in London in summertime. How has your week been? Yeah, it's been good. We've, well, we've actually hit the streets and we've seen some people who've listened to the podcast and they've given us some great feedback we've been to parties you know we've been outside which is amazing you know Mm -hmm. the sun's shining down on us we're getting our vitamin d pause but (laughs) it's been amazing to get that good weather and you like you like you said everyone is happier everyone is like ready for the day and people just want to get on with their lives so yes yeah no exactly you know in a post sea world everyone wants to get back to it so i am excited for the rest of the summer to for all the things that we have planned and to do like loads of different things and see people so yeah it'll be good but you told me you had some news and you like won a competition or something yeah so i won a competition for one of my actually my favorite podcasts and you know it already you want a jvp it is the jvp the joe budden podcast for those that of you that do not know what did you win i won a shirt a friend of the show shirt which I don't even know. The person who sent me the message was oh like, no, hey, have you been scammed? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know yet. But the person who sent me the message was like, hey, you know, you've won the competition. All we need is your name, email address, bank card. Exactly. No way. So you didn't win. Why would they need your bank details if they were sending you something? You didn't give it to them, did you? Uh i'm joking i'm kidding i'm kidding i didn't give them my bank details oh. but i did give me give them my first name last name and address so i think that's all you need to do for these days so yeah did you not check if that was like coming from a legit account it looked legit the app existed at least well let's see in two months time whether or not you have thousands of pounds taken out of your yeah stay tuned people i could be in debt within the next few podcasts well let's not speak that into existence no 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 no, no, no. um 
Well done. It's always great to win a competition. I myself have won a couple of giveaways on Instagram, which have been legit. And it is always nice when it is actually something that you've wanted to win as well. Um, so yeah, kudos to you, baby. Yeah, yeah. I try. I try and win these things. I don't enter many, but you know, if you don't win, if you don't enter, you can't win. Exactly. Yeah. You miss a hundred percent. A little pause. You miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Exactly. Michael Jordan? I think so. Anyway, so today's episode is about fears. And I think you could say being scammed is a fear of yours. What is fear? Wait, what is fear? We need to break this down for the people who are listening. So growing up, my mom would always tell me whenever I was afraid of something or I didn't want to do something um all like yeah I was just like super scared she'd always be like do you know what fear is and I'd be like no she'd be like false expectations appearing real oh acronym acronym and basically from that I've always understood it as you're never really fearing a situation that has actually happened it's always the preempting it's always the before it's always the thought that comes in your head first before you actually do so to me fear has never actually been like the feeling of fear and fear itself isn't real because it isn't something that you've actually experienced before yeah or but but that's like my definition you have like the textbook yeah so i've got the textbook definition which is the unpleasant emotion of feeling pain threat or danger again all things that you experience but mostly people are fearing before they've actually experienced it but what yeah exactly so fear it like you said it doesn't exist until you know we you it's it's all theoretical essentially Mm -hmm. exactly theoretical and i think in some cases, fear can be a really good thing and it can be a really good mechanism of obviously keeping you away from, like you say, danger, threat. I think it's necessary in certain situations to have that instinct. However, I think it can be really crippling for a lot of people that can't necessarily separate the logic and the like emotion so, type of situation behind it. So what do you think the most common fears are in the world? Um, well, obviously you have... For me, I feel like the biggest one, like I know you have spiders, like obviously people don't like spiders. People don't like heights. People don't like, um, I'm not gonna lie, Reginald Knights. They don't like small spaces. Oh, you cheated. Oh Oh, wait, are those all your fears? The ones that you wrote down? Small spaces. Yeah, I think small spaces as well. I had some bad dreams back in the day when I was a kid. Really? I used to tell people I was claustrophobic. I don't think I am that claustrophobic. But um, yeah, no, I think for me, I feel like the biggest one and the one that cripples a lot of people and that comes in a lot of different forms is just the fear of the unknown. Unknown. And I think that can come from a multitude of different things. So you can be afraid of heights, but maybe your real fear is being up so high that you don't know what's going to come next. And therefore it's like an unknown possibility. It's an unknown factor. It's something that you know, it's beyond the realm of your understanding or thinking because you're just so afraid to do it. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's my biggest fear, the fear of the unknown. It used to be. 
I think I'm I get I'm getting better at making peace with you're never gonna know what happens until it happens like you're never gonna know until you do something so you just have to do it to experience it to know it and whatnot which is resolving fear almost but before we get into resolving fear yeah like you said people are fearful of you know animals i thought animals came up on the list quite a lot of dogs cats spiders i'm not a big fan of dogs and snakes was a big one as well which is I don't think I'm afraid of snakes, you know. I think I'd be scared, but I wouldn't be like, oh no, there's a snake there. Well, this is the funny thing. It's usually a lot of the time like animals that you're never really going to come into contact with. Like how often is it it's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to walk down the street and like come across a snake. Yeah. As well, especially in a in a country well, like, like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's unlikely. Very relative. But um, if you're in Australia for example, yeah you're in trouble you could potentially be in the outback and you could catch a few snakes around yeah no that's true but what like it's true like trying to unpack that especially when it comes to animals i'm just like they are so much smaller but there is a level of being afraid of them and i just like yeah it would be very interesting to kind of really figure out like well why is that is it like it's gonna bite me is it well i guess it goes back to like the danger thing but then are you really that in danger when you're so much bigger and in like most situations you could probably like stomp on something and kill it but think about when you're a kid i know a lot of people who've suffered from being afraid of dogs just because when they were a little kid they got chased by a dog they got barked at by a dog and then they just had that rational fear of you know these dogs they're a problem even Mm -hmm. if i am bigger you know they're gonna hunt me down and hurt me we do know someone who has a super irrational fear (laughs) shout out to you ollie oh i was gonna i was gonna build into that but (laughs) he has the funniest story he almost drowned just so that he could avoid a flock of birds yeah, okay, they weren't just any birds. Nah, though. they were birds. They were in my head. Wait, what? Well, not vultures. They mm. were vultures. Ooh, vultures don't exist in Brazil. Someone tell me if vultures exist in Brazil. I think they do. Yeah, that's what you think. They're not gonna just be on the beach, beach somewhere in Brazil. But yeah, that is the most irrational They're fear everywhere. I've ever heard. And yeah, you're funny, Ollie. So yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I don't have a fear of pigeons i just thoroughly dislike them being in my space but then i would be afraid to pick one up but is that a real fear or just kind of like ill i don't think that's a fear i think that's just like you know people, hygiene you're yeah. not gonna do it you know they're feral they're the pigeon the they're like vermin vermin of wings. the sky exactly so, but some people love animals. I know. This is why, though, because it does. Like, I wish I was somebody who really loved animals. I was so affectionate to them. Like, I don't like. I like cats. Like, I have a cat. I love my cat. I like other people's kittens and stuff. But other cats that I see in the road, I'm always a bit like sketchy and wary of them. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you look cute, but you might have fleas. <laughs> but then going back to this whole concept of fear. I feel like it's maybe narratives as you grow up, you experience things and those create triggers 
for your fear, like heights, for example, you might be a small child and you've take, been taken up to a high building or some mm-hmm. sort of tower. And although you're not fearful of someone throwing you over, but you look over the edge and you realize that I'm not close to the That's ground a long here. Way down. It's a long way down. So that just sets or that presets your mindset to say, oh, maybe fears, uh, maybe my fear is high. And then I can't go on a roller coaster. I can't do mm. certain things that most people would always do. So, yeah, fear is, I feel like fear is definitely set in from a young age and can also be passed down. Like it's an energy that can be passed down from your yeah, parents. I think your parents true. are always talking negatively about something that's gonna only give you the not motivation but the inkling to say you know this is something i should be fearful of this Mm -hmm. is something i should be worried about when maybe maybe it's not maybe it's actually not maybe you need to experience it yourself you might Mm -hmm. need to go on that roller coaster to break it a few times that fear you might need to go to a pet shop hold the tarantula you might need to just experience things i'm nowhere that's i'm not getting into how to resolve fear but i'm just touching on lightly on the points that you know it could stem from you just not experiencing these these things but yeah what 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 do you say to that yeah, no, definitely agree. I think in terms of transferring of fears and energy, I definitely think, yeah, a lot, not a lot of the things that I'm afraid of, or maybe should I say sometimes the lack of fear probably comes from like my mum's sort of fearlessness. Like she is afraid of some things like vomit. My mum really hates sick <laughs> and I also really hate sick so as well. And I think that definitely is something that comes from her. And then like my stepdad always gets onto us whenever something's happening in the house that my mum will like react to and then he's always like well that's where they get it from because they see you reacting and blah 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 and it is true like you do from a young age you pick up from example however I do think fear can also be a driver of a lot of positive things and I think it really pushes you to challenge yourself so for example there's a a fear of like oh going on a roller coaster but then there's always the there's also the exhilaration of like doing it and getting it over and done with that then like feels really good so I would always I've always thought like I would hate to do something like bungee jumping or skydiving because I'm really scared of it but that also really intrigues me um but I know this kind of sounds a bit weird but I think it's almost one of those things where it's just like my life is on the line right now and like when you survive something it feels really good to know that you survived it um so yeah yeah so what is your biggest fear what is that thing that has I told made you already the sick no the unknown the unknown oh. I, I don't know if I fear like in Tell terms me. of give me a story about not knowing a something. biggest Sorry. a biggest fear well this is it i can't really tell you something about what i haven't known if i haven't known it no i mean mean? i i get what you mean i mean give me an example where you didn't know and then you figured it out and you're like oh that's well i mean being unemployed was a bit intense yeah but figured it out so yeah i know it's quite hard for me because i'd like to say i'm really fearless but and there are actually no do you know what (laughs) oh here we go i fear the government I think that might be a fear of mine. I think blindly or not blindly in some situations, trusting one body to like make all these decisions for you and you just have to listen to them and you have to follow their rules. I think that scares me. 
Yeah. Yeah. I get. I, but I, see, I, my it, fears are like. No, but it know. dips into that unknown. You're basically saying yeah, because these people are making the decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't know what decisions they're making behind closed door. Yep. I can't predict what they're saying. I didn't vote for this. I didn't yep. intend for this to happen. And it can happen with either government. It, it's less likely to happen with, you know, the government that you would want. But yeah. Well, you'd expect like you'd have exactly, more trust. You'd have it? more yeah. trust and... Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. So that's you going back into the fear of unknown. Yeah. I have a fear of when I first had uh, got my job, my proper career job, I had a fear of being fired for almost anything. Like I just wanted to. I feel like that's like a lot of people have that. Yeah, I felt like any wrong thing I would do, okay, this is where you get fired, Warren. Any email that had, you know, that uh, red important mark on it yeah i was like yeah this is it i better just pack up my desk and go home wow really? yeah what, did you it, think you were just doing bad work or i just feel like i don't know if i i didn't know whether i was doing any good work and if i was doing something majorly wrong because i would just make some a decision on impulse because you know sometimes i just like to do that mm-hmm. just to just to see, see like, what I'm happens just like yeah. let me just throw this let me just say yes to this and see what happens and then my manager will be like no 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 you shouldn't have done that but at the end of the day I just feel like at any point in time because that's my first ever career this is my first ever career job I felt like oh I would be in serious trouble because I've caused such a ruckus or caused such damage to the company that you know we have to let you go you've not passed probation Uh, until I passed probation that was when which was three months that was when I felt a lot more comfortable but until I'd reached that stage I thought I'd just let go be let go to be honest because at the end of the day they don't have to keep you on they don't have to yeah and I get that but also there's like protocols in place but I don't know I think that's quite interesting because like I said I feel like a lot of people have that where maybe in their first sort of jobs or if they're starting a new job they really don't want to put like any bad foot forward like for example like i have a friend who wasn't feeling too well and she was like oh i don't want to take a sick day though i don't want to take a sick day though because i've only just started i've only been there three weeks like i don't want them to think that you know i'm just pulling a sickie and not actually sick but she was like she genuinely couldn't do the job and i was just thinking like it's more likely that they'll let you go if you're not performing well, but not communicating that you're not able to. So it's interesting that we will put ourselves through certain like situations in order to keep those fears at bay. When really, I think what happens almost is when you're really trying to avoid something, that's when you make that thing, like you attract that thing. Um, So yeah, I don't know, it's just quite interesting. You have to keep that balance of, okay, well, I'm not gonna keep thinking that I'm I'm gonna avoid this thing, I'm gonna avoid this thing when really like when you put all your energy into it, that's usually what it is that you attract. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I shouldn't have been thinking about that. I should have been attracting the what positive. you spoke about yeah. a few weeks ago of the positive about, you know, getting over the hump about what's next. What is mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much oh fear. My goodness, what is I have next? A, li- a funny story about attracting fear. <laughs> or fear attracting certain things. So I um I, I was at uni and 
I saw this spider or something I had I think I had a dream or something about spiders and I kept dreaming or th- and thinking about spiders and thinking that there were spiders in my bed and I kid you not for like three days I was shaking out my covers doing everything I could because I just thought okay there's a spider in my bed there's spiders in my bed no spiders and then one night I'm chilling in my bed and I kid you not, there was a fucking spider on my pillow. Freaked out, went over it. Obviously now I'm thinking there are spiders everywhere, there are spiders everywhere. Massive spider a couple days later, like I, like one of those woodland, it looked like something out of Australia, massive spider on my wall. I remember my friend was there and even he couldn't believe it. Two minutes later, like after he had gotten rid of the spider that was in my room, upstairs the girls started screaming and it was the same sort of spider mm. so i like i think i wrote about it in my journal where i was like okay so i think i've been thinking about spiders so much that i genuinely attracted it have yeah you've yeah you've because then mindset. <laughs> that whole week like never before that week had i ever seen any spiders in my room and then the week that i was like afraid that's when the spiders came yeah I mean, take from that what you will, but so you, I'm like, the energies are at play here. So you're arachnophobic? No, no, no. Like, I don't, I'm not afraid of spiders, but I just had the fear of a spider being in my bed. Yeah. And that, I don't know if that makes me an arachnophobe. I'm just scared. You know, like when your mum would tell you, if you don't brush your teeth, like spiders will crawl in your mouth. Like, did your mum ever used to tell you? No, but my brother said that you could eat spiders when you're sleeping. Yeah, like that. It was like a, a fear of mine when I was younger. But no, spiders don't actually bother me by way of like, I can easily like, depending on the size of it. More time I can kill a spider. My mum's more of the essence, try and catch it, don't kill it. But if if catching it isn't an option, I will kill a spider. But um, yeah, should we talk about how we overcome our fear? So that fear of feeling like you were getting fired, how is it that eventually you came to ease your peace of mind i passed probation (laughs) (laughs) yeah nah i think not even using that as a i don't want to use that as an example because i always knew that deep down i always knew that they're gonna keep me on they can't fire me are you crazy no until i get fired after this podcast but (laughs) yeah i would say you know when i was researching what how do you overcome fear i I looked it up and I, they said that, you know, you have to encounter fear. You have to go at it head on because if you don't go at it head on, if you don't remove that spider, if you're arachnophobe, if you don't, mm-hmm. or arachnophobic, if you don't, you know, go to that meeting that you're scared of or, you know, open that business that you're scared to open, then you'll never know. You'll always have that fear that is, that's hold potentially holding you back as 100%. a person. And we only get one life. We only get X amount of years on this earth and guess Very what the only the thing that is we can't get back is time we mm-hmm. can't get time back time is running and our clock is running and that's it we can't get that back that's uh, that's a fact in ex in ex uh, inexpensive oh wait i can't remember the, the actual term for it but you know it's it's something that we can't get back so we need to attack our fears and go at it head on we need to breathe Take a deep breath, 
in, um, take time as well. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you're going head on at something, you have to go immediately. You can take your time. And those are the three factors which can help you to conquer fear. For me, my most, my biggest fear was when I failed the first year of university and I had to tell everyone I failed the first year of university. That's embarrassing. It was it mm-hmm. was a fear of mine. It, I failed and I needed to actually own it and just say, hey, yeah, I failed. Do you know what? like at the end of the day it is what it is and yeah I failed but I didn't want to face that fear I just made excuses oh yeah uni's going great like I just made it up and it was it was it was tough but at the end of the day I just started to tell people look I failed and that's it really and they couldn't there was nothing nothing came of it I thought people were like oh yeah haha like yeah because life happens and life is life and you know things are as things are and i think we'll come like usually people see like whenever they do eventually face their fears and go over the hump like there wasn't actually anything to fear in the first place you're more so holding yourself back from a really important experience or or a very important lesson to learn about yourself when you don't choose to approach your fears head on um but yeah i think we can all learn something about ourselves um through our fears and through overcoming them And I just hope anybody listening to this, take this as your sign to do that very scary thing, start that business, build on that idea, have that talk with someone, open yourself up and just be a little bit more vulnerable because that's the only way that you grow, being uncomfortable, being vulnerable, facing those fears head on. And yeah, that is, that is our little two cents on that subject. Yeah, I think you rounded that up really well and thank you for listening out there we really appreciate your support your listenership you're part of the family to support this family we would love if you could share with a friend family member or anyone just in the tell universe. a friend to tell a friend to check out the views from the six podcast we are available on instagram at views from underscore the six spelled s-i-x i always spell everything out because I think I think it's fun. And we are now on TikTok. So follow us on TikTok also at views from underscore the six, if I'm correct. Yes. And yeah, share your views with us. Make sure you guys comment on our content because Warren spends all his time editing it. So we should engage. (laughs) And if you have a view that you would love for us to discuss, please get involved. We always want to hear from you. And yeah, stay healthy, stay happy, keep your vibrations up. I know Warren loves to tell you guys to do that. And we will catch you in our next episode. One. Peace.